you found it. A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I am thankful that you have taken time to listen. This is the second year of my weekly podcast, and each episode is a mix of one of my personal stories, music from a variety of Canadian artists, and concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy the episode, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. The title of this episode is The Ski Trip. Sometimes you can see God in the faces of those you know. When I was 19 years of age, I was privileged to attend a very unique school in Estes Park, Colorado. It was so exciting to spend a full school year in the mountains for this woman from the prairies of Canada. Not only were the mountains gorgeous, but we were also on the edge of Rocky Mountain National Park, where hikes, cave splunking, mountain climbing, and rappelling became a regular part of our life while attending school. Another thing that became a part of our life while attending school was the opportunity to go downhill skiing, as snowboarding was not that popular in those days. Usually, our times of downhill skiing were on the weekends when we weren't in school. However, in the February of my school year, we had a field trip, and as a school, we were going downhill skiing for a day. It was so exciting to head out as an entire school body, all 86 of us, to Loveland Ski Area, to enjoy the fresh fallen snow and the beautiful February day it seemed we would be given. I was thrilled with my new ski suit, including the bibbed ski pants, and the new turtleneck I was going to wear as well. Not only did I look the part of an experienced skier, but I felt like I could conquer any hill since running a mile every day up and down the mountain at school. Early in the morning, the buses came to pick us up, and it was exciting to know that in a couple of hours, we would be ready to hit the slopes for a day of skiing. The sun rose as we drove, and it looked like it would be a most beautiful day. Once we arrived at the resort, those of us who were renting equipment got fitted for it, and then it was time to hit the slopes. I was fortunate enough to have quite a few friends that were as adventurous as I was, and so we hit the green run to get warmed up, and then went to the most difficult runs to challenge us. The morning turned out to be glorious. The sun came up and felt warm on my skin whenever it would kiss my face. We kept doing run after run and even found a jump to enjoy, so took turns doing that. At one point, it was time to stop and get some pictures of ourselves and the phenomenal scenery surrounding us. We posed and posed in a variety of positions to show off our skills and to laugh together as well. These pictures were going to become the memory of our school ski day. By the afternoon, the sun was so warm and the temperature had risen significantly that I found myself skiing in just my turtleneck and ski pants. Others went so far as to ski in their gym shorts and t-shirts for the sun really was warm. When it was finally time to call it a day, 
I, together with all my fellow students, were tired but ecstatic about the ski day we had just enjoyed, and how God had gifted us with the most glorious day weather-wise. I remember falling asleep quite quickly on the drive home, and that finding my bed in the dorm wasn't too difficult once we arrived at school. However, Partway through the night, I woke up with a terrible headache and pain on my face that was so intense I did not know which way to turn. With great care, I was able to get up and head to the bathroom to see if I could figure out why I was in such pain and why my head felt so incredibly heavy. After I turned on the light and then turned to look in the mirror, I gasped in horror, for there was my reflection and it didn't look at all like me. My eyes were mere slits. My lips were so swollen that the top one touched my nose. And my face was so puffy and full of liquid that I could not believe it was my reflection in the mirror. Not only was my face so puffy, but it was extremely red. And then I realized I had burnt my face while skiing. It never occurred to me that February sun in the mountains could burn my skin as it had. Too naive was I about living in the mountains and being at such a high altitude with the sun beating down on me for over five hours straight. I tried to take a pain med and then slowly made my way back to my bed, finding each step I took to be extremely painful to my head as the fluid in my head moved with each step. As I tried to fall asleep, I realized that perhaps the growing pain was something to be concerned about so went to wake up my dear friend and doormate. When she turned on her bedside lamp, I warned her not to scream when she looked at me, as I looked like someone straight out of a horror movie. She could not hide her shock as she looked at me and said that in the morning she would get the doctor to come and see me, as I looked like I might need some immediate medical attention. There was not a lot of sleep to be had that night, and first thing in the morning, our doctor came to see me. He was equally horrified at how I looked, put me on bed rest for three days, and said he would monitor me each day to see if the fluid was receding or intensifying, as he wanted to make sure I would not run into further complications that could affect my brain. He also advised that I put cool compresses on my face to help my skin along and keep it from blistering too badly. I don't remember much of my first two days in bed, but do remember that by the third day I was feeling much better and that my upper lip was no longer rubbing against my nose. I also remember that on the third day of bed rest, I made a promise to God. If he would restore my face to its original look, I would not criticize my looks and that I would serve him as best as I could for the rest of my life. Interesting what desperation can do to you and your relationship to God, isn't it? I also remember that on the third day of bed rest, my guy friends came by to see me and to let me know that as soon as I felt able, they wanted to take me out for brunch to the fanciest restaurant in Estes Park. I could not believe my ears. They wanted to take me, the ugly, swollen-faced woman they knew, to brunch? See, I already was not keeping my promise to God about not criticizing my looks. And at the fanciest restaurant in town? 
I told them I didn't think they wanted to be seen with me. But they insisted and said they would even purchase sunglasses for me to wear to hide my swollen eyes if I thought that would help. Two days later, I felt up to the trip. And sure enough, my dear guy friends showed up with sunglasses, get well cards, a car, and one of them escorting me from my dorm room to the car for our brunch date at the fanciest restaurant in Estes Park. Upon arrival, I was informed that reservations had been made and that some of my girlfriends would also be joining us. I started to cry as we walked into the restaurant, and one of my guy friends wanted to know why. I let him know that it was the greatest gift to me, that they wanted to be with me in spite of how horrible I felt about how I looked. Then he responded by telling me that how I looked was immaterial, as I was dear to him and the others, and they wanted to demonstrate how much they loved me by taking me out. Wow, did I ever feel loved. To this day, I look back on that brunch date out and realize the incredible gift my guy friends gave to me when I felt the worst about how I looked to others. What a gift that was. The song, Paper Planes by Amanda Lindsay Cook, speaks of how God is home to her. In my case, the guys at school were home to me because of their deep love for God and also for me. What a gift.
A Scoop of Life is a production of Square One World Media in Winnipeg. Square One exists to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with people around the world through media. Using producers, speakers, and writers who are culturally appropriate to the people group they are trying to reach means that each media project is relevant and impactful for audiences around the world. To learn more about Square One or to support this project, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. My hope and prayer for each and everyone listening to this podcast episode is that you experience the love of God so intensely that you know without a shadow of a doubt that no matter how you appear on the outside, God holds you and loves you. I was blessed, and still am, to have dear friends and family who love me just as I am. They are God with skin on to me, and I am so grateful for each and every one of them. These verses from the Bible speak of God's deep, deep love for us, just as we are, and I hope that they resonate with you. They are found in the book of Romans, chapter 5, verses 1 to 11, and I will read them from the New Living Translation. So now, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith in his promises, we can have real peace with him because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. For because of our faith, he has brought us into this place of highest privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to actually becoming all that God has had in mind for us to be. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they are good for us. They help us learn to be patient. And patience develops strength of character in us and helps us trust God more each time we use it until finally our hope and faith are strong and steady. Then when that happens, we are able to hold our heads high no matter what happens and know that all is well, for we know how dearly God loves us. And we feel this warm love everywhere within us because God has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. When we were utterly helpless with no way of escape, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners who had no use for him. Even if we were good, we really wouldn't expect anyone to die for us, though of course that might be barely possible. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since by his blood he did all this for us as sinners, how much more will he do for us now that he has declared us not guilty? Now he will save us from all of God's wrath to come. And since when we were his enemies, we were brought back to God by the death of his son, what blessings he must have for us now that we are his friends and he is living within us. Now we rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God, all because of what our Lord Jesus Christ has done in dying for our sins, making us friends of God. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back each week to hear another episode. To keep in touch, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and the website www.ascoopoflife.com, which is spelled A-S-K-O-O-P-O-F-L-I-F-E. Not with a C like in a scoop of ice cream, but with a K as in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you your thoughts on the podcast, any questions you may have, 
or things you would like me to pray about for you. 